Episode 40. We made it. <laughs> Woo! You know what they say about the 40th episode? New decade. It gets a million views? <laughs> I don't know. What do they say? I don't know. I'm just excited, man. 40 episodes. Yeah. You know, it's a moment for us on the pod. A little round of applause, you know. Well, thank you. If you've watched all 40, thank you, Mom. No. Um, But glad having everyone's support and um, yeah, excited to chat marketing with y'all today. Yeah, me too. <sighs> Anything wild happen to you in life, Brady? Yeah, we can talk about this weekend. Pretty big life update for me. PR'd in golf. <laughs> I thought he had a kid. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not yet. No kids yet. But a uh, um, little early Father's Day gift. Okay. Took my dad out because we're gone this weekend. We're going to Bend. Okay. So we played Tears Creek. Which, Bend, Oregon? Yes, for a wedding. Okay, very cool. Should be fun. Um, so we played Tears Creek, which we played two weekends ago and I shot like an 81. You told me about that. We talked about that a lot. Yeah. thought I was going to shoot in the seventies, got a triple bogey on the last hole. Heartbreak on 18. Yeah. So going into this round, I'm like, okay, time to shoot typical low nineties at this course. And I shot a 78 with a three putt on the last hole. What's up with you in these like last holes? Well, so this time I got on in regulation. I knew where my score was. Okay. And so I was pretty just because you were like a five I was stroke, done with the round you were once I was on the green. Up at the Masters, it was a very were... conservative putt. Yeah, yeah. Left myself like five feet, missed that putt, tapped it in for for bogey for a seventy eight for seventy eight, which is my all time best. What course score. was this one? Tears Creek. Not an easy one, Brady. Not an easy one. Some people could say that you're now that course's daddy. Okay. That's been uh, two rounds in a row, 81, then 78. Yeah, I'm trying to keep it up. <laughs> so that was that was a highlight of the weekend. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. That's epic. That's really, really nice. Anything go on in your world? Saturday wedding. So nice. Good. Better than a Sunday. I've had Thursdays. Yep. I've been, talked. <laughs> I've been having, I've had weddings on days that I didn't even know weddings were able to be on. So... Saturday wedding was delightful. Nice. Babysitter came a little early. Okay. Got a full date day with the lady, you know. Nice. Drove down. We watched my number one sports team, Manchester City. I saw that. I saw you were in like a pub. I'm like, did he go to... That was the Harp on Ireland 17th. No, the Harp Inn on 17th in Costa Mesa. Nice. It was already... Dude, I got there 20 minutes before... No, 30 minutes before kickoff. 20, 30 minutes. A little boil and bake on the way. Nice. And... Complete standing room only. Yeah, it looked packed. I couldn't even. I was, so was like, I saw it on Instagram. Like, where the heck is he? That was the harp. They do all the soccer games, but I figured usually, you know, you get there five minutes before you can find a seat outside. Not a great seat. So I was yeah. like, 30 minutes before. No, that place couldn't even get parking. Did they win? They won. The nice. Manchester City got the treble. English Premier League, FA Cup, Champions League. I've been pretty diehard fan for, I think, 12 years now of Manchester City. Never won the Champions League. Always semifinals or finals lose. Better team, but a lose. Mm -hmm. Like this game, frankly, we were the better team and almost lost again, but we won. And as a fan, it was a pretty big deal. Felt good. Nice. So, like, yeah. you know, complete the task. It was like, you know, if you're a fan of a team, they never won the Super Bowl and you win the Super Bowl. It's kind of mm. like that. So, it was a big win, you know, big day. Then the wedding, Saturday. Sunday, just lay in bed as long as possible, <laughs> cover and stay around the house, prep for this week for work. So it was a good weekend. It was fun. Yeah. You want to talk ads? Yeah, let's do it. I'm, I'm checking out yours on the I know. TV. It's just been auto-playing as you're like permanent <laughs> I, distraction. I've seen it. I'm not too yeah. distracted because I've seen the clip. Okay. You've already seen this before? Yeah, yeah. It's cool. Okay. So It's very smart. So essentially, from what I understand, this influencer, Alex Earl with an I, I love that. Um she was going on a trip. Do you remember where the trip was? What did it say in the caption? Can you go back for a second? I should. Positano, so Italy. Yeah, yeah, But Europe. You were – that's close. So she she went to Europe. Mm -hmm. Combinations went to crud. She was probably posting it on her story. Yeah, had like a big group of friends. Big group of friends. Airbnb comes in and saves the day. That's pretty dang good marketing and advertising. You know yeah. why? Because Airbnb didn't have to do nothing. They had to stay in their core product. They It's a use case for the product, by the mm -hmm. way. Like, oh, something goes wrong, you can always grab an Airbnb. Yeah. Real time. I mean, I booked an Airbnb 
uh, night before. Before, like, so you can do real time Airbnb booking. Yeah. But her first issue was with Airbnb. Oh, it was. I believe so. Oh, tell me more, Brady. Yeah, so I, she like got a house on Airbnb and then it didn't work out. Oh, so they really saved the day. I see. And I think Alex is a good person and knew how everything works, and so I thought it was pretty cool. A little that tit for tat. She went out of her way and celebrated what they did versus really focusing on how bad how, they, how it messed up well it's good for her if she wants to keep getting her sponsorships and her deals to show she's a professional yeah if that makes sense like a good partner but i think she's got quite a few followers i think is it five million she's is she have you heard of her before scarlet oh yeah i follow her i know this whole story <laughs> okay so you already know me i'm over here like dad mode you hear about the word riz <laughs> it means flirting <laughs> okay so you guys already know this story apparently okay so not everybody maybe do all of viewers know anyways you're gonna hear my opinion <laughs> yeah i didn't know her and i saw the story oh, which i wow. think shows how big yeah, she's pretty big right yeah she's really big okay and i'm guessing i've always found like the big popular influencer girls like they have like a tribe and then in their circle there's other influencers a lot of times correct mm-hmm. so you not only probably my, the way i saw it was even more than you get her you get also all the other, like, the girl yeah. gang. They're only at, like, 500K. I mean, that's probably pretty significant. <laughs> <laughs> like, but of real followers getting to see the place. So let's check out the video of how Airbnb saved the day with Our its own product. Our first villa in Italy was a scam. The house didn't exist. So Airbnb literally was like, hello, let me help you. Okay. Look at what they just set us up with. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. How is this real life right now? Look at this view right now. How does she have so many friends? We're literally in a castle. It's me. I couldn't get that many people to go to Greece with me. What? What the fuck? Oh, the fountain pool inside is pretty good touch. Girls, yeah, which is expected. You wouldn't woo at the sauna steam room. Come on, <laughs> you're right. With the thank you, Airbnb at the end. I mean, honestly, like, I don't think Airbnb could have done a better ad for themselves. Yeah. Well, now, so I'm second guessing because I did take that intro the first time I saw it as like oh. Airbnb messing up, yeah, but maybe it's just some other, yeah. I had watched it, I didn't realize. I think you could be right that Airbnb had, like, they got scammed on by Airbnb yeah. and then they saved the day, or they got... I thought that's how it's on their radar. Like, how would Airbnb know about this situation unless maybe she posted it <sighs> and tagged them or she's big enough? She posted. Okay. Oh. And then maybe someone at Airbnb's. Okay. How does she have so many friends? What are they doing? I don't know. I okay. Okay. Like, is very known for, like, get ready with me's and, like, makeup. Stuff. Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. And then she just Got it. And so, but she's in Italy doing something, and she invited all her girls. These are all party girls. They all go to U Miami. They're party girls. Got it. That so, just share their lives. Got it. They're doing a summer break together. And it's not just her who's got followers. I'm sure they all got followers. Then. Yeah. That's brilliant. I wonder if it was all set up. If she knew, like, hey, this is, I love, I we're saw gonna go to Greece. I got nothing planned, but I'm just gonna post that we got screwed. I'm gonna tag Airbnb a couple times, and we'll get the hookups. You You're never know. S- I love it. You never this, know. If it's too good to be true, Brady's gonna say it. No, I, <laughs> I just liked it from Airbnb standpoint of just being on it, being on the comps, yep. ca- capturing a moment, not letting it slip. Yep. And they got to act quick for something like that. I mean, it sounds like they knocked it out within. A fraction of a day. Yeah. Uh, and then what's the cost? Unused inventory is now somehow being used. And you return, you've got probably 10 million impressions. Right? Because if yeah. she's got 5 million followers and all her girlfriends and all the virality, let's say you got 10 million impressions on your brand through someone that people have a genuine affinity for and an audience for. Um, that's pretty dope marketing. Yeah. And it's like even for their luxury market, I'm sure a lot of people who could afford a place like that found out that, oh shoot, I didn't know you can get that level mansion villas in Positano on Airbnb. 
they were probably thinking, I got to go to the Ritz. Or I got to share a room with somebody's house. Like, yeah. A lot of people still don't actually understand the platform, ironically. Um, so, no. I thought it was epic. That's Way cool. to go, Alex, too, throwing a bone back to uh, Airbnb. It's kind of cool. It's a great ad. Great ad. Amazing ad. I would ask her for permission, too, and start to run it everywhere. <laughs> like, you know, a little clip-ups. A little commercial. Yeah, a little commercial. A little stuff like that. But uh, what do you got for us? So, I got some questions for you. Ooh. What do you do right now if you catch a fish that you want to put back or maybe you even catch a bait? How do you get it get it off the hook? <laughs> pliers? <laughs> Don't tell me you use pliers. <laughs> oh god. No, you don't tell me we're going cuz you know how golf you know if you watch like uh like all the gadgets. <laughs> yeah, golf on. Well, so <laughs> I mean I'm yes. a pretty seasoned fisherman now. <laughs> yes, you are, Brady. And so I'm at the point where <laughs> yes, I, I see this, but I'm very curious. Like, I don't own a boat. I don't even know how to mount this thing on the side. <laughs> but I'd love oh. to hear your perspective on this product. If you I... think it's legit, if you're jealous of it, if you want it on your boat, or if you have thoughts where it's like, Brady, these videos are like, this is what actually happens. There's no way it would work like that. Okay. But it's all over Instagram, all over TikTok. And then we can talk about throwing um it's called the overboard pro the only way i found out it was called that is i had to pause my reel flip it sideways and read what it said on the actual product they didn't tag the product their site is very old school it looks like they're b2b but they actually do have a consumer shop so i think you can maybe hit them up and start yeah Yeah, just click some videos let me see a couple videos here what are you working with b (laughs) okay so we catch a shark boom (laughs) <laughs> Boom! Overboard. Like a pro. Okay, so he's holding the rod. Wait, another hand. shark? You don't want that? Gone. Ooh. Not good eating. Gone. Caught some fresh bait. Can't find your pliers. Gone. I don't know about the bait one. Yeah, I think maybe small fish, it's a bit harder. Wait, Let's we... see this guy. Okay. I mean. These guys will do anything not to touch their fish. <laughs> this, this is like if I, my mom was like, okay, I love everything about fishing except touching it. I mean, <laughs> what I remember one time when we went fishing, I thought I lost the pliers. They're like in my pocket. My pocket was open. We caught a fish. I patted my pockets, couldn't find them. Didn't know what to do. So there's just like the machismo side of fishing that this is like somewhat indirect conflict of, of like, I kind of like the grabbing the fish by the gills part and even see them now. The areas where I like it are in the types of fish that I hate doing this with, which are sharks and bat rays. Mm -hmm. I don't like bringing sharks on the boat. Yeah. Stingrays too. I don't like bringing stingrays on the boat. And when you're catching sea bass and you're trying to catch other halibut, you do get a lot of leopard sharks in Catalina. And you do get a lot of stingrays. Happens to me every time. I get what's called bycatch. So this would be bycatch. We click on the stingray one. I'm curious about that one, Scarlett. Yeah. What's poppin'? Brand new whip just hopped in. I got options. I can pass that bitch like Stockton. Just joshing. I'm spending this holiday locked in. My body got rid of them toxins. Damn, they even grab the line. I can put the ball in the end zone. Put a bad bitch in the friend zone. This shit sound like an intro jet song. Give me that tempo. I hate that I like it, Brady. Oh, they got your music going now. I mean, how many does he have on one go? Okay, so here's the thing with it. That was like all their products. I think that's maybe the guy who made it. It's cool. It serves a function. It is nice. As you saw, what do you do with the bigger ones? If you can't lift it up do they have any big fish they do it with because like <laughs> go to that. there we go that's a bigger one yeah ready yep oh! and that's how she works it's all about getting the hook in to yeah. the end of the ring so that one he had to like kick down on it yeah okay so i like it i mean you could just get pliers with that shark and I see your point, Brady. I see your point. Now, 
do I think that the hardcore blue collar fisherman is going to adopt this product? No. Because they're the saltiest humans on the face of the earth. Medi- like Metaphorically and actually. And so they are very, very, very against any types of innovation that aren't directly connected to increasing the amount of fish they catch. Saves time. Get back on the reel. Catch more fish. Okay, so here's the thing too. So the way it works, the captains own the boats, not or the captains don't own the boats. Owners do. Yeah. They might have equity in them, but the guys running the boats don't own the boats the vast majority of the time. And the guys who own the boats, the captains would be terrified to present this idea to them, in my opinion, because they're always like, "Look, I'm trying to get them to do this thing," or they're, you know, I'm trying to get them to change yeah, this. There's on a the lot boats. of boat owners. There is a lot of boat owners though. So do they have like take their own boat out fishing? This is all user generated content. It's all use case content. Do they have an ad for it? Like where they? So that's the thing. I was curious. It's like I'm jealous of the product. All from Joshua. He seems like great guy, real active. I just didn't know if we. I'm not jealous of them because you if you look up Overboard Pro on Instagram, like their page is not popping. So quoting Jack Harlow. Yeah. Let's hop in. Um, you want to go the very top that one can we see the 47 seconds on it it's like so like catch it and put it on the side hops it that is pretty cool Brady I, I'm not gonna lie I kind of like it I think you can catch more fish to your point earlier on I next. really like it but it is so nice I don't think it's that cheesy I get what you're saying it's I don't so think nice it's to have gimmicky that cheesy and gimmicky know? It isn't, it, but it is, but it isn't. Scarlett, what do you think? Do you think so? <sighs> kind of my crew do this for me. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's a nice to have. It is a nice to have. I think it's the definition of a nice to have is the problem. Yeah, I just, I personally don't Can I see think their it's website? that. Yeah, so their website is. Okay. When I first got to it, I was like, oh, they don't actually sell it until I saw the shop in the center. Oh, yeah. See, like the bait tank one, I, I'm i not a fan of. I like to be like, as fishermen, we try to treat our bait with a lot of respect because the bait's like the healthier it is and the harder it swims, the so more fish we catch. go to grab it and poke their eye out the pliers <laughs> and shake it off. No, versus baby, just you, you saw how it went on the bait tank. I felt like the bait kind of got a little beat up there. Compared to a nice, like, gentle, slow release. Captain Brady. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. So I'm really doing self-promotion Disclosures here. Disclosures next time, Brady. Yeah, if I set up a royalty deal with him. <laughs> <laughs> He's Captain Brady in all the videos. Yeah, so bait tank, I think I'm a no-go on the bait tank. Okay. If we're being honest. I was, but... like, the opposite with it, thinking, like, if anything, for the bait tank. We do want to treat our bait with a lot of respect. And I, when I saw the little bait all over the top of the bait tank, yeah. I was like, eh. I do think like it's a lighter fish, smaller fish. We don't, exactly. We don't catch as much as bait. Well, it depends on the waters. So East Coast waters, they can net. We don't net bait here and we go to the bait barge. So they literally take a net out of a bait barge and they, we like, we literally take the net from them when they hand it to you and you gently put it in the water and you gently turn it over. Then when I pull out, I go get water from the ocean in a bucket I pour that water into the bait tank to get some fresh water in there and rebalance the water with all this new bait in there. So, like, genuinely, if you really do, like, love to fish, bait is, like, you got to be real, like, take care of your bait. But when it comes to releasing fish that you're pissed you caught or aren't big enough, just put that thing in the de-hooker and call it a day. I think it's pretty. But in my mind, it was, like, less on the fish than when we get the pliers and, like, shake it out of the pliers correct i would agree with that i think the way if you saw how we do sabikis here and like how we do bait we don't really do it like they do it so uh, maybe in this application on the east coast looks like and the gulf coast and stuff like that it makes more sense out here we're catching on sabikis and you kind of like i don't know yeah it wouldn't really i don't know how you could do a sabiki on that thing so we don't catch bait on individual hooks 
here on the West Coast. We catch it on bait hooks. Yeah, like in Mexico. Yeah, correct. We were trying to catch like five at a time. Correct. So same concept. That's how we catch bait. Yeah. And so I don't know if it works for that, but I do think bat rays and sharks. I really, really like this because what I have to do sometimes I got to go put a glove on and then I'm literally like holding the line on one hand and then like trying to get my like pliers in there to your yeah. point it's a nightmare and then they drop the pliers and... there's a big bat ray if you get a big bat ray you get a big black sea bass you get a big leopard shark like i mean i've caught six seven foot leopard sharks that i'm not trying to i don't keep i'm not sure i only keep stuff i eat and i'm not trying to keep bycatch yeah i'm really targeting a specific species right that i'm like oh i like to have halibut or something for that in my freezer and i'll go home, like instead of buying halibut at the store i try to catch it right mm-hmm. so that kind of stuff I love, but yeah, this could be great. So nice thoughts time, on Brady. the pricing: ninety bucks. Oh, didn't even notice that. I mean, Good. you lose a couple of pairs of pliers, and Brady, you're already there, and a finger. I mean, with the way our insurance is, no, I that's a little pricey in the boat world for a nice to have. I if if I told. A fishing buddy that I got it and it was only ninety bucks. They wouldn't stop laughing at me, Brady. All right, all right. That's the problem. Like, I I think the boaters could afford it. You just couldn't tell anyone how much. Yeah, yeah. They'd be a little embarrassed. That it. I get it. It's a price that your buddies uh, would bust your butt on a little bit. Okay. Um. Yeah, yeah. they definitely definitely make fun of you for that. All right. Well, they could use some help. Yeah, they could definitely so no. like, I was able I found them, but How like is I said, it ninety? I just out of curiosity. What's the ninety dollars? The custom manufacturing. I don't know, you know these guys have to like buy the mold for it. That costs a lot of money. So it's probably them just looking at their inventory and saying how quick can we break even? Uh, 29.99, 19.99, 39.99, yeah. 49.99. But I can't tell like with these guys it could cost them 30 bucks to land one. Who knows? Mm. Like you you know, shark tank sometimes people yeah, no, have their no. landing costs way down others are like, "Oh yeah, it cost me 40 bucks a product." That's why I have to sell it for 80. Who knows? I don't want to judge them at all on that. I would just say 90 bucks you can't tell anyone how much you paid. Because you're going to get made fun of. Yeah. It's already a product that kind of makes you a wussy in the boating community. Like, what, you scared to touch a fish? It has a use case. I actually like it. But if you tell me you paid $90 not to touch a fish, now you are now you got some problems, Brady. See, my thought was all speed so I could catch more. I like that. That's I've changed that stance since your feedback. <laughs> yeah. I, I like where your head's at. I'm like... I'm on a boat every weekend, and right now, because my boat's in the shop, I'm on a different person's boat every weekend. 99.9% of them don't think like this. And they definitely wouldn't spend $90 on this. Now, maybe with some value prop-based marketing, I think this would be a great product like to get Black Tip fishing. Black Tip is like a massive YouTube account. Uh, Local knowledge guys. Uh, Any of the top YouTube fishermen. I would just, like immediate marketing strategy. Send this to them for free. All you gotta do is like include it on your next video. Mm-hmm. Then I think we do all right, and we lower the price to like forty nine ninety nine. And then I think we can get a lot of sales. I think slightly cheaper price, good distribution on the YouTube influencers, a couple Instagram influencers. Send it out to a bunch of captains. Some people go on the captains' boats. They see mm-hmm. it. They buy a boat. They'd want it. Little stuff like that. I think it could be great. Yeah, they gotta control their destiny. That was my thought. Like I said, the one reel I had saved with it. Product was not in the description. No link to it. I had to, like I said, pause it, read what was on the product. If you weren't running a marketing show to explicitly make this the topic, it would have been a little hard for you to buy it. Yeah. And so if I, like, we don't have to go to it, but their Instagram page, not a lot of followers, not a lot of traction. Went to their site, thought, oh, this site's only built to sell to, you know. West Marine. Yeah, West Marine retail stores until I found, like, in the center, they had a e-commerce and then fishing shops, right? So all the different fishing stores, we could have, we could do distribution, you know, send them five. Yeah. Take whatever. I think a little stuff like that. So no, I, it is a good product. It has a use case. I understand it. I think it's going to have some friction with its target audience. Just not touching the fish kind of makes you a wuss. 
and then 90 bucks is a little pricey for yeah. fishermen. I had no idea how much I'm not like your fishermen are usually uh broken divorced. <laughs> yeah, like real fishermen. It's not great on your relationship I found through not my personally great, but like when I'm out on the boats on those like trips, yeah. the salty guys. A lot of people on third or fourth marriage, not a ton of money. And all they do is fish. But boy, do they have photos of big catches. And they fish a lot. And they're out <laughs> on those boats a lot. So I don't know if this product resonates with those. I'd say this is more like uh, the kooks, you know, the people that we all hate fishing. Yeah. Products like perfect for. So I think if you can make this product for the people who fish a lot, then I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. So you got to do the marketing right. Yeah. They could have done a video yeah. of keeping one too. Like, just solo, you grab the line, you put the net under, you pop off into the net and bring yeah, it in. Yeah, I mean, in general, guys who catch a lot of fish and do it for a living have no problem doing this. Guys yeah. like me who do it once a week, a week and a half, could be better at it. And this tool is pretty helpful. So, I just feel like getting that marketing right, figuring it out. But, um, yeah, nice one, Brady. Apple Vision Pro. I heard it's cheap. <laughs> All right, <laughs> scroll it. How much does it cost? I'm guessing it's like thirty five hundred. Let's skip to the bottom of the page. All right, <laughs> we'll get past Whoa. all the marketing, Brady, that we were going to talk a pretty about. Small site. Yeah, let's talk price. <laughs> what did you get to it? It was like thirty. So it was thirty five hundred. I think it yeah, was. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Okay. 30. I just saw the reactions of like audiences seeing the keynote. I don't know if you saw those live <laughs> keynotes. Was it they do like a crowd reaction? I was just like, oh. <laughs> but then my uh, thought is like, they're still gonna buy. They're it. gonna buy. It. They're gonna buy. It. They're gonna buy it. All right, so let's go to the top. This a couple more hours. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Brady. <laughs> Thirty five hundred bucks. We talked a lot on a previous show. Obviously, none of you current viewers forgot about that. But if you go back in time, we talked about. Yeah, the Oculus ad. The Zuckerverse, the Metaverse. And what I saw as the biggest problem, which was all of the marketing was things you couldn't do if you bought the product. It was like farmers in the year 2049 will do irrigation through their headset. And maybe he's right. But you got to sell some of these, Mark. Yeah. And Mark is great. Meta's great at software. But Apple's the goat at hardware. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is you cannot compete with Apple at physical products. Like, look at that thing. It's sexy. Their very first one. Can we pull up Oculus real quick just to get us a reminder of what they're competing with? I don't have one of these. Do you, Bray? No. I've used it once. Just do the homepage of Oculus. Give me the... I just want to... Because at this point, it's a marketing game. So give me that. And then... Okay, so maybe go to the top left, that MetaQuest. Okay, so this is their product. Yeah. This feels like Nintendo versus Xbox. One of them. Who's the winner there? I'm confused. <laughs> Having Xbox. Right. But this feels like. It is $299, though. Yeah. That's. that's I, it's a, I mean, we're talking. The Apple product is 10 times more expensive. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're actually more than 10 technically times. Technically different categories AR versus VR. Like, no one's really dropped a good AR. I think Magic Leap has been in production for years in R&D, but they never made like a huge splash. Who's Magic Leap? They were like the first big AR company. Like years ago, I saw like their promo was and a gym with like a whale for all of our in the gym. Listeners and our viewers, not me, obviously. Can you explain what AR yeah, is so versus VR? VR? Not for me. As you can see, <laughs> well... <laughs> 
<laughs> the Oculus technically has cameras in the front, so you can see beyond, like, you can see outside of your goggles. But augmented reality is mixed reality with virtual. Virtual reality is all virtual. So it's like you did drugs on AR. <laughs> I mean, maybe the strong drugs like, can be you like know, VR. Like when you I watch on, uh, you know, like if you're on like Instagram or something, they show a reel of like, this guy's on shrooms. And it, yeah. Have you ever seen the, there's, I just saw this video where it was a, it wasn't actually shrooms. It was like what it feels like to be on shrooms going down like a slide. And the whole slide was like a, kind of like a Mario Kart, you know, the the, the one used to jump. No, the one used to jump the last course on the very first Mario Kart. Rainbow We're, Road. Yeah, Rainbow Road. Nice. Yeah, you know what's up. Thank you, Peter. <laughs> it's like that in the video. So I'm guessing that's what you mean. It's kind of like an augmented reality. It's well, like VR, you're, it's all virtual. Like you put on a VR headset, I don't see you anymore. You're Anything in a completely in this room, new, different virtual, all virtual. world. ARs, I see you guys, but I have. Oh, let's like say the, the TV didn't spectacles. exist. Yeah, like that. You could put like, like filtered lenses. Yeah, I mean the snap glasses are cameras. They're not. So essentially, AR. you start you see through a camera, and the camera manipulates reality with the microchip or something. So with AR. You're, you, it's actually see-through like the lens you're looking through is see-through yeah. like glasses and then it projects the augmented reality on top of okay. reality and that's what or apple augment. can do yes the, it's not see-through it's not see-through no. so it's all using cameras jesus let's not trust a word he says everybody <laughs> uh, well their cameras are better than <laughs> oculus they are way better. yes but yeah it's still cameras so is that a screen on the front showing your eyes? That is, a, yeah, a screen on the front, and it's actually technically showing, you, you know how the, there's a video where they do, like, an, a scan of your face? It's actually a screen showing, like, an avatar version of your eyes based on what the eye tracking is doing on the inside of the... <laughs> they got you good, me. That's why Clip that, Peter. <laughs> that's why there's memes about how creepy it is because it's it's a it's screen of actually, like a, it's not actually you, and it knows what your eyes are gonna do before your eyes do it is what the craziest yeah, part. I yeah, but it can do it before you do it because it like before your brain knows what it's doing, your eyeball moves and the sensor can see that, so it can give you what you want before you know you want it because we have physical leading indicators from what our mental processing is doing. Isn't that wild? It doesn't require, uh, what's Elon's thing? Neuralink. Neuralink. No, no, we haven't got there yet. So what I love about Apple, though, compared to our boy Zuck, is they're so good at marketing. They're just it made so me good. think it was see-through. Yeah. I didn't know it wasn't, but I didn't know anything. So if you, if you scroll, there we go, a little more. Whoa, whoa, Scarlet. <laughs> if we scroll really slowly, apparently... I mean, that's pretty cool to have all your apps right there, too. Yeah. And you just put it on. Okay, let's keep going. So I could, so it's making me imagine what it's like. I loved this, where it was like, I could be doing my, that that kind of stuff is so sick. Yeah. And this is where the price point, in my mind, it replaces other hardware, like monitors. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if you delete your monitors, but it could, um, yeah, to your point, replace, I guess. And then, if we keep going, oh, see the, they're just hard to beat when they do this kind of stuff. Because they make it so sexy, the process of doing this tech feels like innovative, like you're like some type of digital explorer, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, by buying it. So you get this, and you keep going. Now, this I thought was interesting about their marketing, because you have to try to show this new world. Like, watch. That's so cool to me. Now, I wonder what it's actually like. Do you see the other stuff, or do you just see the screen? I don't know yet. You could probably do both. Yeah. Like, if you have AR capabilities, you could technically replicate VR. Yeah, it's so sick. So would you guys watch a movie like this? Because I, it feels lonely. <clears throat> I'm gonna be honest about it. I think one of my core problems I have with the product is how lonely it feels. Yes, I agree. 
Because to me, it took something to, like, popcorn by yourself on the couch with your headset on. Don't wake me up when that happens. Or you drop seven grand so you and your wife can each have one. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Or I don't know if it works like the shared headphones, if you just each have one eye. (laughs) You get what I mean, though? Like, to me, it is a... I hate how lonely our world's become. Yeah, it's a it's like a hermit product, for the entertainment side, I guess. Yeah, but you know how many people do get some popcorn and eat it by themselves and watch a movie. Yeah, and that's just, just time so, to spend in your room. So sad. So, I think it's really special, but I think at the same time, it, it like, it keeps fast forwarding the negative consequences of psychology on our humanity. Because it gets us deeper and deeper to like this idea of like selfishness, I guess to a certain point. Because in this case, like you're the only one experiencing it; no one else is watching it with you. Yeah, but if you, it's like gaming, right? I'm pretty spread out from my friend group, but if we hop on, correct a game, like we're hanging out, talking to each other. So if you're friends, let's say you're in college, you're all spread out and happen to have a ton of money, like you could be next to your friend's avatar. Yeah. And, like, look over and talk to them while you're both watching the same movie. $3,500, though, for a product only you experience is an interesting yeah. viewpoint. Because it's a hard one. Like, hey, you watch it. Take it off my head. Put it on your head, you know. But then if it's fully integrated with my phone, it doesn't seem like it's that shareable. So I was trying to think about that. The, like, the different angles of the product. Right? So the whole premise is it's a fully immersive experience of your other, of your iCloud, essentially. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. It's an immersive iCloud. Then I don't really like when people watch things on my phone. I wouldn't mind if people watch things on my Oculus because they're playing games. So using my video game system, no problem sharing. Sharing my phone with everybody, it's a little weird. So it's like a very personal product. Yeah. It's very private. Yeah, yeah. I get, way, I get what you're saying. Because I don't think anybody thought about that. But it's the way I kind of think about this stuff lately. Like, oh, he wants me to watch this YouTube video, but let me go to his photos. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? And now you've got... Let me got, check those texts. That's kind of my point. Hmm. And so now you have this human human issue of privacy and stuff, which Apple's ironically, you know, I think leading the charge of pretending to care about it. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> it could be like but, multiple profiles, though, like yeah. a Netflix login where you set up your guest one with all your games. You have your own personal. Your wife has one. There's a kid's one. But I guess that's with always with Apple products is you do have to buy more than one or you're gonna have to buy the accessories. You're gonna have to buy all sorts of stuff. They're gonna, they're gonna make some serious dough on this thing, but that was one part. Let's keep going. I agree. I've never seen anything like this, but it's pretty cool. The product. I mean, is Apple's so good at this. Yeah. They're just so good at this. Like they're, they're like, so I've tried to buy the Bose ones cause I like to think of myself as I'm not an actual audiophile, but I like sound and music. So I tried to get rid of the AirPods because I thought Bose is just better at audio. They didn't auto sync with when I took them out of the case. They didn't deliver that fully integrated experience and the audio wasn't frankly better. Mm. And then the design frankly wasn't better. They didn't fit as well in my ear. And then they didn't give me that immersive integrative experience. I think what Apple does so well is not only is there... Like, I think for Christmas, one of these years, I got you the over-ear headphones, right? Yeah. How nice are those? Very nice. They feel nice. They have that luxury. There's this tactile feel that Apple does with their products where I bet you if you touched that little, like, off-white rubber section right there, Mm -hmm. it would feel phenomenal in your hand. They just do this little thing where it's like their products are just better. Yeah. And they make them look good, too. I know. Like, somehow that doesn't look... Like, that's a nice balance. That thing looks sexy and hot. It doesn't look kitty and yeah. toyish. Because the AirPod Maxes, what something I thought through with those is like they don't have a pad on the top of the head. Yeah. But the way the padding works on the ears is it kind of takes just enough weight off for you not to really feel nice. the harder material that's on the top. Oh, and well, they have that little cushion thing with the way they designed it and it kind of fits there. Yeah. But I flew all the way to Australia with those and my ears never got sore. The Air. The ear pod stuff, I get pretty sore pretty quick if mm-hmm. I keep them in too long. Same. Let's keep going. Early next year. I mean, talk about giving yourself some time. Think about how <laughs> this clients, 
I love every one of you. It's June. Apple launched their product to promote it almost a year in advance. That's all. Just a note. <laughs> if you're going to invest a lot of money into a product, promoting it for like a year, I know it would make my life a lot easier if our clients have been promoting things for a year to the market yeah. and then we were supposed to show up and advertise it. It is interesting how they chose, like obviously they're skipping the holiday season with the actual launch. Yeah, it's crazy to me. I think they know this is a net new category. So they're probably aiming for Christmas 2024. Yeah. Because they know how much time it's going to take for the market to it's adopt a really good this point, solution. Right? Yeah, they're not product. even trying to get it out before Christmas. They're literally... I think they're strategically next Christmas. Pl- like getting yeah. it out for 2024. Because the early adopters will get it. Hopefully they'll talk to everybody. Enough and content then, out there. People jealous of it. Then they'll get it the following. I mean, that's what I'm talking about, though. That long-sightedness is something I'm truly learning to appreciate about large established corporations like apple where i think a lot of people like to talk crap like oh they're they're dinosaurs they're super slow what have they ever done this is pretty transformative this is pretty revolutionary and that product like this vision for work i unfortunately don't think we're that far away with how i think the work product is a lot closer than the play product and that's why i liked it for apple like i think the oculus use case is a lot further away Mm -hmm. of like a world where we're all somehow stuck in our own computers on our heads i think it's further away than the fact that like everyone in the world is working remotely right now and this is a more immersive way to work yeah and i could see myself like he has that digital keyboard floating up there like if i could use my physical keyboard physical mouse yet throw up these screens that'd be pretty that'd be awesome i know and so just like thinking about it gets me even excited from a work standpoint. And I'm sure I'll buy this at some point because that part's exciting. Now, if you keep going, um, you know, I, entertainment's fine. I thought, you know, this part Meyer liked, I showed it to Meyer and she was like, oh. so like, I think the photos and the videos and like these, this kind of stuff is also pretty dope from an experience standpoint. But like, how often can you do this? So that's where I always had a hard time with these novelty products. Is it's like, okay, you do this once, you go through all your photos once, and then what? Yeah, and how different is it from Correct. me looking at memories on my phone? Correct. I'm sure it's fairly different, but how often do we do that? I don't know if people are going to put this thing on every night to do that. Yeah. And you can't only do it by yourself. To me, it's a little rude. Now, this is where I thought it was a little crazy. Yeah. But do they see them with the goggles on? I, that's what I couldn't figure out, fam. So that's where I got lost on this whole thing. Is like, is that, are they wearing their goggles too? Peter, break this down for us technologically. I feel like you, you, I feel like you know this. So what they see is actually going to be that digital avatar that you do like a face scan of. I don't know if it's going to show at some other point on the page. So they're just using like a regular zoom camera kind of thing. So they're on a normal camera and you're on your special one. And you're on your special one. And what they see is a digital avatar. (sighs) See how we dehumanize. That's the part I don't like is that dehumanization part. I feel like there one day though they're gonna be able to perfectly recreate our faces like that and it'll look like we're talking even though we have the headsets on. I think we're already there. Yeah. So that's not gonna take long. What else we got on here, Scarlett? That's just crazy how well they market it. Like the the design by Apple, the light seal, the headband. I mean it's just Okay, what's up with that cord? Can we talk about that? I mean it's like a what battery? Pack? Two hours of use. That doesn't work. There's a gap. Yeah. They don't really show the box too much. It's like my frame TV I bought. I just thought I'd hang that baby on the wall and plug it in. No, it runs off like a five inch by two inch by four inch box that I had to install into the wall. They left that part out. Yeah. I didn't really show it too often on their, (laughs) their marketing. Yeah. They haven't talked about the two hours of use part. Um, that's not enough. Yeah. Well, because you kind of have this promise of mobility. Like, work-wise, it's fine. And I don't... Like, you're not going outside and walking around with this thing on. I know, but it's just like... I feel like it promises mobility, but two hours of battery use doesn't deliver. Yeah. You don't see it, though? No, only because, like, my laptop battery's been shot for a while now. It doesn't matter. And it's never a pain point. Just because how I use my laptop. Understood. And I feel like 
this is similar to that cord on my shoulder would laptop me, usage. Like that, that thing hitting my ear. I I do think it would annoy you more than you you think right now, because you don't. It's not like your cord is like hanging over your back. Yeah. Especially when like you get up and run with it on an accident, <laughs> just do anything, you trip or something. I don't know. I feel like that's a little weird. What else we got, Scarlet? Sick product shots, cool. We already know it's gonna be flawless. Yeah, I want to see the one flawless. where they show all the tech. Flawless. Spatial operating system. They've already been using the word spatial in all their music and all this other stuff. I love that word for them. They've done great with integrating it. Leaps into life. Now, one of the things they haven't shown is uh, like Superhuman. Let's say that I use for email. Chrome, I use for browser. Are we going to be able to use other people's tools? Because I don't really use the whole app ecosystem from Apple. Yeah, I think you have to be pretty integrated with their apps. Yeah, I wonder about that. The audio on the side, I'm sure it's fire in there. Eye tracking. I mean, dude, this thing has it all. Sensor array. The new chips is going to give them an edge. I mean, the whole thing's pretty amazing. Now, let's can we go back to MetaQuest real quick? I like that visual where the lady was talking to her partner, it looked like, and she had them on, so they're selling that it's not rude to keep... Well, they say that you see better people. You see better when you wear exactly, that. Set. Yeah. Just like you hear better with AirPods <laughs> on transparency. It's probably true. Brady's is going to be going up to the lady. Lindsay, baby, baby. I see better with these on. You saw me on the airplane when people would come if I wanted peanuts or whatever. I know they don't do peanuts these days, but I just transparent mode. Oh, yeah, I'll take a ginger ale, please. Not even a pull of the year. No, if I take it out, it's so loud in there. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Brady literally still has not let up this bit that he hears better with his AirPods. So in. true. <laughs> it's the greatest. Anyway, it was interesting. They were sh- marketing that. They were they marketing were, no. like, hey, you don't have to take them off to talk to your family. Like, keep them on. Yeah, you do have to model out the human behavior that you're trying to change. Yep. I think that's nutty behavior, but it's good it's marketing. what they're going for. Yep. Now, look at this. Conversely. If we scroll a little bit on this page, can we see it? They got the NBA partnership. I still haven't been able to experience the product. Yeah, I'd love to do like the courtside 360 cameras would be cool. Well, just show me what it's like to use your product. Right? Conversely, the other one, the whole time I felt like I had the product on. It was an immersive marketing experience. Mm -hmm. Did you feel that way at all, Scarlett? For Apple? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's super cool. Would you buy one? No. Why? Explain it. Um, I wouldn't buy it because I just feel like that human connection, like sometimes this stuff scares me a little bit. Yeah. And it's just another thing for people to like not have to get up and do something. I feel like it's for like the lazy people. Well, the nerds run the world now. They all got rich and built these tech companies. Yeah. And now they tell us how we're supposed to live. That's how it goes, right? Like, we're going to see people, instead of walking with their AirPods, people are going to be, like, walking with these, like, huge goggles and we're turning into robots. Yeah, what if they don't have to make robots? What if they just make us into robots, right? And so, no, I do feel you on that. Now, would you ever buy this thing? Not for the price point. For the 300 bucks? Oh, this? No. This, I've had no interest in any... This doesn't even... This. But this this is what you hate about this, right? Like at the compared to Apple's trying to make it cool, I feel like Meta's version of it is everything that we're scared of, like the metaverse. We'd all live digitally online. I would choose Apple over this if they were at the same price point. Would you still choose Apple over this at the current price points? No. You'd still need to do this one. Yeah, just to, like, see. See. Okay. Yeah, they had a T-Swift partnership, Airs Tour, front row for only 300 bucks. You could virtually be there. By myself? See, that's where it makes it weird. Yeah. Like, no, but I, I, that's kind of the thing is, like, part of, like we talked about last week, part of the T-Swift experience is that you're in a stadium full of raging fans all singing together. In this case, I guess they could make it immersively feel like that. But it is what it is, baby. Like, yeah. if we just all live in our headsets, it's a weird, weird world. Now, if you go to the top, 
Do they do any marketing for this? Like that just makes sense. No. They uh, never show us what they're seeing. That guy's in a follow through on a golf swing. That's kind of getting. Yeah, but me. what's he seeing? What are the graphics of what he's seeing? What game yeah. is he playing? I, I don't know why I buy this product. And that's why I never. Yeah, have. it's a pretty weak product page, right? Compared to the Apple page we just watched. Yeah. Now, nobody's better than Apple. Yeah, their their product pages are always. They're the best in the world every time. Phenomenal. But still, if you're Meta. There's no way Mark was surprised. He knew they were launching this product. They have they're these guys are better at spying than countries are. So let's not pretend like Meta didn't know it was coming. I'm just surprised they didn't address anything. You know what I mean? Like it just seems like their playbook's been the same and it hasn't worked. And I do think people are gonna spend the thirty five hundred dollars. And I do think Apple's gonna win. And I think Apple's gonna keep on Appling. Because they don't ever move first. That's what I'm so impressed with of Apple is their ability to win despite being last at like everything they do. Yeah. It's part of their playbook. Is they let everybody else <laughs> test things, figure them out, and then they just do it better. Did regardless they, of price. I guess they didn't. Did they move first on like the iPhone, like that generation of touchscreen phones or... I feel I like it went from like BlackBerry Pearls to iPhones or like Sidekicks. Well, they're doing something different. I'm sure there was people like this back then who weren't that successful, and then they came along after. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because I don't think that I don't think history will remember the MetaQuest. I think they'll be like, "Wow, Apple was the first one to come up with these headsets everyone wore." Correct. Because they're that powerful mm-hmm. of a brand. Yeah. And I think they understand us as consumers. I think when we find out it's 300 bucks, we don't want it. When we find out it's 3500 we want it because we can't afford it. I think they're masters of manipulation, of getting us to buy things we don't technically need. Mm-hmm. And boy, oh boy, do we do it. We don't need our tablets, if we're being honest. Our laptops are just fine. Yeah. But we all have tablets. Who here has an iPad that they rarely use? Anyone? No? Just me? You're the only one with one. Dang. I still rarely use mine. Because I, I knew I, I would never use it. Yeah. I use mine when I travel. I only bought it for the airplanes because I have those tiny little, uh, I still fly Spirit and stuff like that, Frontier, you know? And so you have those tiny little uh, trays. You put your little, yeah. uh, I can't fit my laptop on it. Do you have the keyboard on it? Yeah, I got that. Oh, so you have to it's... put it away on takeoff. <laughs> Don't you, you just want to get me hot for the show. <laughs> no, no, no. Dude, okay, I'm going to just, okay, you know what? We're going to talk about it. <laughs> when you're going on a flight these days... They come by, and the lady just says, excuse me, sir, we're going to need you to unplug your charger. Why? And I ask her, and she says, because we need you to unplug your charger. And I said, no, I have no problem doing it, but can you explain why? And then she just walks away. And then. Yeah, the I, the charger thing I'm fine with. I think the keyboard why? one's funny. What's not nuts? I don't know. There's uh, probably a reason for it. Then why can't they tell me? Because they probably don't know the reason. This <laughs> is so all. You want to know what drives me nuts as a human is like a rule that makes no sense and nobody knows. We're all just like sheep abiding by it. Probably like power surge during takeoff. Could blow up your device. She's helping you. That is not true. And then the other one is that they would be, sir, we're going to need you to remove the iPad screen from the iPad keyboard during takeoff, but you can still watch. Well, they just tell. Well, they first tell you to put it away because it has a keyboard, right? She said you have two options. You can either put it away or remove the screen from the keyboard during takeoff. I once again I said, "Can you explain why?" And then she said, "I'm going to need you to either put away your iPad or remove." Like they won't tell me why on anything. I'm over there, literally in my own version of hell. She might know why and chooses not to tell you. Can we find out right now, Scarlett? Can we at least just take a moment? Because I can't. There's got to be someone else in the world. Can't have cares. keys flying all over the plane during takeoff. Okay. Page, yeah. Page three. Twenty seventeen. <laughs> this has been going on. iPad user. I had to take my iPad out of the keyboard case if I wanted to use during takeoff and landing. They've been doing this, guys, for six years to people. It's poor training. No, they do. They do have a problem now with charging phones too. What's the point, though? I know they could just turn off the outlets, too, when they take off. Does anyone tell you why? 
UA safety. It's not an FA. But what does it mean? Oh, because they if there was an emergency, they don't want anyone tripping on the cables. Fair. Really? Plane's on fire. I'm trapped in because your iPad's charging. How? <laughs> no, it sucked. <laughs> what are we doing here anymore as people? What are yeah. we doing? I mean, I'm trying to think. Oh, it's everything I hate about the world. I think laptops might be too big during takeoff. And so they made the policy of anything with a keyboard, not thinking like, you know, iPads technically have keyboards. Yeah, and we had some innovation that never updated yeah. the policy. But they're still very like straightforward it's a keyboard can't have it gotta go blackberry out of here <sighs> well all right i'm glad we got to amuse me any final thoughts on the arvr war that's going on brady like you said i don't think it's much of a war yeah i'm just excited to see how it pans out i am too. Um, i think they're very smart with the early next year release i think if they launch in september expecting holiday sales they would tank and then the media would be all over it forecast misses so i think they already market. know it's yeah. going to take some time i'm excited to experience one it's my not concerns but like will it be as magical and seamless and smooth as they advertise mostly with like the hand motions and controls but they have distribution we didn't think about that we can go to any apple store in the world and try one of these out you can't go to a meta store yeah where are you going to put on that Oculus and test it all out? This product, I can guarantee you when it launches, there's going to be lines at the Apple store of people wanting to try mm-hmm. it out. Because if I could try this out and it really did like change my world, I'd be like, all right, I'll do it. It'll be interesting to see I'll how, how they cycle thing. people through like yeah. the store for it because it's very different than... Any other product. Any other product. It's a net new category. It is a net new category. But like when they bought Beats back in the day, when I thought one of the cool things about that was we could all go to the store and try the headphones on. And yeah. that was like a big part of them selling that kind of product. This is the definition of I ain't dropping $3,500 on nothing if I can't like experience it. You might do a credit check before you try it. Yeah. <laughs> See if I'm qualified. <laughs> yeah. If I have enough ability to finance it you gotta go through Experian first and with their new apple card this would be huge for apple because everyone is going to finance this i don't think there's gonna be that many people who buy it outright because if people already finance their iphones this is three times as expensive oh yeah it'll definitely be financed it'll be financed and then they're going to make they're going to make money selling a product to people to people that they can't afford and don't need in every way imaginable yeah fully integrated from the chip to the financing, Apple can literally is fully vertically integrated. I mean, they are going to, if this works, it puts them over the top. I mean, AirPods is already what I think the when we looked at last time top ten tech company in the world. If you isolated their P and L, if this works, it'll be bigger than the AirPods. Yeah, because every home would have one, and at that price point, I mean, that's an unreal amount of money. That yeah. is. Yeah, this could definitely put Apple in a whole new category, which is wild to say. Yeah. Speaking of the credit card, like the commerce side of things could be interesting. Like think of like, I'm just thinking of my wife wearing the headset. We're going yeah. to a wedding. Yep. Ben this weekend. It's cocktail. So I'm now debating like, do I wear my suit or do, do I try little... to put something together? I'm not going to wear my bandana. That was a Western <laughs> theme. <laughs> That was a one-time yeah. thing. Yeah, episode 40. Now we got all these, like, throwbacks, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. to the, the first 10 episodes. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like, I could be in the room. Okay. Brady just stand there. She has the goggles on. She's on uh, whatever, express.com, and could just be going through outfits that she could see on me. And then, what, blink twice, put in the cart? I don't know. But just like the shopping side of AR could be, because everyone's trying to do it. That's like Snapchat AR. They're all trying to integrate their products into AR filters. And it's like Warby Parker, you know, with the facial recognition, putting the glasses on you. This could be next level. Like even looking in a mirror. I don't know how that could, standing in a mirror with these on, seeing yourself in the outfits you're shopping through. Imagine if your butt was bigger, your boobs were bigger, your lips were bigger. Well, that's not like 
the use cases of how they're going to integrate this to our life could be pretty nuts. Right? You go to the plastic surgeon's office and they're like, what about like this? What about like that? What if your nose was like this? Or your breasts were like this? Whatever it is. Like, there's a billion use cases for things like this that are coming. And it doesn't matter if I don't like it. Yeah. You can't <laughs> advertise those things, though. When I was in, like, the medical skincare yeah. space, there's all these, like, Google regulations and ethics around, like, advertising body changes and which i think is healthy I yeah mean, we don't need more people feeling insecure about their bodies but that this is going to change a lot this technology where it's going you combine this with ai we're in for a whirlwind of being old people trying to figure out what our kids are doing man yeah we're, we're i hope in it sticks it. though i hope within the next two years i want one really yeah, I think it would be cool. It's just such a big, exciting new product category. Because that's I what I thought about the, the Oculus. ocean and just get out on my boat. You know what I mean? But I feel you. It's well, just you like... could just put that thing to the side and just <laughs> pull the line and unhook it if you want. Pull the line and unhook it. But no, it was, it was my thought with the Oculus. I wanted to want the Oculus. It was a new category to me. I knew they had like virtual golf stuff. I was really into it. Yeah. But it just never got to the point where i wanted one i tried one out i hit top golf app it was cool i think it's the 300 dollars price point that got them in trouble but i didn't want one i and, didn't, well it's but kind they of weren't the, apple 3500 dude now can, yeah. are they doing the elon playbook can i pre-order it can we check that out real quick Scarlett? if we go up a little bit i think yeah well, how does this is that it that's our cta okay go to um tesla for me will you Scarlett? i want to show something I think this is a little bit of a miss by them. So if I go to, let's say, um, oh, did they took it out of the car? They took it out, huh? Go to, what the heck? Where did the truck go? Cyber truck. It's on the menu. To a different place? No, I decided, well, I don't know. I mean, they, I, I pre-ordered one of these like two years ago. But see how it's ordered now? So watch, yeah. click that experience. Fully refundable like order with card. Consumer capital. Correct. I thought this would have been interesting for Apple to do, especially if they're not launching till next year. I mean, they could have also gotten a pretty good heat check on market demand. And I don't think they'd have to release that data. So then it could help them with doing their forecasting because they're going to have to do their forecasts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like... Essentially, you know, when this product launches, they'll do that forecast for that quarter and say how much revenue they think they're going to make. And they're all going to, they're going to sandbag it as they should, right? Because they shouldn't, you know, overcommit. But I think if you had enough pre-orders, you could at least get some sentiment for market demand and then price analysis. So I just thought that was interesting to me personally was that they didn't have a way to pre-order it. It was just like notify me. Yeah. I'm surprising. I'm noticing. Because even their phones and other stuff, like I can pre-order a lot of their new stuff. Yeah. And they didn't do a pre-order there. But even like, to your point, with a deposit. Correct. Could have been smart. Yeah. So I thought that was a bit of a miss from them. I just wanted to point that out. Yeah. Is I was like, oh, I wonder what the CTA is, right? Because I had this like structure for how I evaluate marketing. And the call to action slash value proposition was notify me. And that's a bit of a miss to me, in my opinion. But. Yeah, it could be another announcement will be like a pre-order. And this is Division Pro. So maybe Vision is seventeen eight ninety nine or something like that, because yeah. they usually only use Pro for like it yeah, has a different generation. Yeah, so it has a nomenclature to maybe it. Maybe they will drop a Vision. Yeah, I didn't correct. I didn't know. You know, but a lot of people have been leading with like the Pro because it's more expensive and it'll pay for the mass marketing of the Vision. Yeah, so a lot of times people have been leading with the more expensive product. It might just need Pro for the price point. Correct. To create enough it, margin. it ties with speed and... Yeah, exactly. And then they can reintroduce another version that's a little bit more acceptable to the commercial. Like, I think now there's an iPhone SE, I believe. Is that... Yeah. Can you go to Apple iPhone? Myra bought this one. She wanted this one. I was like, get the other one. I think she regrets it because the phone... The one that, like, repurposes the iPhone 4 case? The SE. No, this one. Okay. She likes that home button. <sighs> no, she doesn't have that one. Never. I think we looked at it, though. I think we had it before. And I was like, we can't just do this. Stop doing this yourself. You should get the other one. But this 
is their same version of going down market, what, 10 years into the iPhone, 15 years into the iPhone, whatever it's been, but it's still running on that new chip and everything. But how much does this one cost if you buy? From 479 yeah, 430 on a 128 gigabytes. I mean, that is a mass market phone. That gives them something to compete with Android on to a certain extent. Yeah, it's still pretty expensive. It is. With one camera? Come on. Yeah, but you get Apple. <laughs> you get Blue Text. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. what's so crazy is now everybody uses that meta product. If they ever go to texting, it's going to be a green text. Like that kind of stuff I think matters. And I think that integration that Apple has is so powerful that they can charge what they want and we all pay for it. So pretty wild to see and pretty cool, but it's a wild world, man. We're going through a lot of technological change on this yeah, podcast. Could be watching us in AR this Very time soon. next year. Oh, you and I are just doing the fuck. Oh God. <laughs> Oh, who knows? Well, thanks everybody for tuning in. Episode 40, we've done it. Appreciate all y'all's support. Like, subscribe, leave five stars. And uh, see y'all next week. See you next week.